Hello, and welcome back to Battle Plan, a podcast focused on spiritual warfare. I'm Steve Hemphill. Uh, please visit our website, active-faith.org. My email is stevehemphill1 at me.com. In the last episode, we talked about Ancient Covenant Step 8, the Covenant Meal. Today, we're covering the original Ancient Covenant Step 9, Name Exchange. You know, I've always wondered, why did God change Abram's name to Abraham? Well, this step in the Ancient Covenant list helps to answer that question. If Steve Hemphill and Bill Smith made a covenant in Abraham's day and time, each of us would give the other person part of our name permanently. I might become Steve Bill Hemphill, and Bill might become Bill Steve Smith forever. I would sign checks that way. I would sign all legal documents that way from that moment forward. The Hebrew name for God is Yahweh, Y-A-H-W-E-H. God took the A-H from his own name and added it to Abram's name so that he became Abraham. You're actually saying part of God's name, Yahweh, when you say Abraham. Uh, Genesis 17, verse 5 in the message, your name will no longer be Abram, but Abraham, meaning that I'm making you the father of many nations. I'll make you the father of fathers. I'll make nations from you. This was a restatement of the covenant promise. Then, surprisingly, God changed his own name. From then on, God calls himself in Scripture and is called in Scripture God of Abraham. Here's just one of many places in Scripture where God is calling himself or is being called God of Abraham. Psalm 47, 9, the influential people from the nations gather together as the people of the God of Abraham. You also see this in Genesis 24, 12, 28, 13, 31, 42, Genesis 32, 9, Exodus 3, 6 to 16, several places in that passage. First Kings 18, 36, First Chronicles 29, 18, Matthew 22, 32, Mark 12, 26, Luke 20, 37, Acts 3, 13, Acts 7, 32. You get the idea. Scripture is packed with this name for God, God of Abraham. And you know what? We still practice name change today as part of the new covenant. When you take on Christ, you take on a new name, his name, you're now a Christian. Acts 11, 26, GWT says the disciples were called Christians for the first time in the city of Antioch. We're still doing that today. Finally, Jesus even changed his own name. We were the sons of man, so he took our place in that son exchange we'll talk about next time, and he became the son of man instead of the son of God. Jesus said, Foxes have holes to live in and birds have nests, but the son of man has no place to rest his head. Matthew 8, 20, New Century Version. You also see uh, Matthew 9, verse 6. So I will prove to you that the son of man has the authority on earth to forgive sins. Then Jesus turned to the paralyzed man and said, sit up, pick up your mat and go home. We see this also in Matthew 10, 23, Matthew 12, 8, Matthew 13, 31, Matthew 16, 28. I could go on and on, but again, you get the idea. Lord, thank you for the privilege and opportunity to be called Christians.
because of our faith in Jesus and our obedience to your commands. Help us to wear that name with honor and always be a worthy ambassador of your kingdom. In Jesus' name. So, in light of today's thoughts, let me suggest that part of your personal battle plan might be to make sure you have pledged your allegiance to God and had your name changed. I did. I'm now Steve Hemphill, Christian. You can go to active-faith.org and donate to the ministry if you like. We'll see you next time on Battle Plan, where we'll cover Ancient Covenant Step 10, Firstborn Son Exchange. Can't wait to see you then. Let me remind you, God is still on the throne. So keep praying because prayer works. God loves you and I love you. Have a great day.